I'm actually out in my backyard right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Hey, 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 Tiger, Tiger, let me ask you a question. How, how, how's that mortgage going at that pad that you live at due to your, oh, what was it? AMC? Pretty much. Uh, I'm actually kind of glad I got the mortgage and everything before, beforehand. It was actually, everything was under my family's name. Mm. I got everything consolidated, consolidated under my name, so. And, uh, and, and we're seeing all this stuff anyway, so now everything's under my name, and I'm getting the credit. So, oh yeah, this December 2019 was it or 2020? Uh, December 2020. Uh, I'm yelling. I'm telling the tiger at the cigarette smoking circle. I don't even think I smoke cigarettes at this point. Uh, yeah. No, I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. If you're in the circle, yeah. you're smoking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it started July 2020, and uh, so this is December 2020, and I'm telling the tiger, do not, do not invest in GameStop. Do not. That is a shit company. Like, what are you doing? You're an idiot if you do that. And and your boy has like three shares of Lyft and that one share of the company that I tried to short uh, with the uh, with the insider trading, my girlfriend's company that I knew that was getting sold. <laughs> that that was that and my and my mutual fund. Right. That was the that was the extent of and the and then. Uh, the tiger though, he he knew he he, yeah. he knew all about it. He knew he knew about GameStop before GameStop knew about GameStop. And but luckily, luckily, at least he, at least for my soul, he says I didn't talk him out of it. Right? Is that true, Tiger? No, not at all. You didn't talk me out of it. I, what happened was so November December. I started uh, hearing rumors about GameStop and Microsoft, you know, buying buying a lot of their stuff and starting up like a little network with them and everything mm-hmm. uh, to give them a lifeline. So I was thinking of investing in them. So I had like 30K um, and I was waiting for for this mortgage to everything to be transferred over to my name. Right. Um, so I had, had the money as a bulk. So then, just in case if uh, anything happened, I can, I, I can pay the like the balloon payments or whatever. And damn it, I should have jumped in because within a month and a half, two months, yeah, it just freaking skyrocketed. I could have been a millionaire. Yeah, thirty thousand would have got me at least one. Like, oh, did, we don't even need to talk yeah. about it. It's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, what's, what's, what's weird is, so that's almost a year ago to the day, because I remember it was my birthday week when they, uh, made us quarantine, uh, again, again, what was it? Our second or third time, uh, shout out the tiger, never quarantine full, full went into the office every single day throughout the pandemic. Never, never. Nev, he's like, what, bitch? I'm going in the office. This is my office, is what the tiger said. <laughs> I can't work from home, so it's Hell one of those. No. Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. The office is his home. Uh, yeah. But uh, so, so, but it was right before my birthday, which was uh, December 15th. So I think it was like December like 10th or something. They made, they like made us go back home. Right. But, but we had been talking about it. 
And then what was it? And it was January when uh, GameStop hit, yeah. hit. And I was at my house and I'm watching the news and I see this shit. And dude, the 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 pit in my stomach, man. <laughs> I was like, because because you have to realize none of this shit had happened. Like, you know, no right. AMC, no AMC, no GameStop, not like nothing like this had happened. And I was like, holy shit. And like how I was like, so I called the tiger up. Uh, you know, during work, my phone was blown up the whole time. <laughs> Everybody was calling me and asking if I got in and how much I made. I'm oh, like, no. uh, I didn't. Get it. I uh, knew he didn't. I knew he didn't didn't invest, and I was like, I am an asshole. Like, <laughs> like I'm from owe- the smoking circle now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I might owe this dude ten million dollars. I don't know. Like, and. uh he reassured me that day uh, that I didn't convince him not to buy into GameStop um, in December. And uh, to this day, he still says that. And I hope that's true. Oh, it's very true. I could have got in when it was around $10. $10 (laughs) With 30 G's. But the thing is it it rocketed so quickly. So it would have been perfect because it just went from straight from, $50 Fifty dollars to four hundred dollars within, you know, within a day. Yeah, that's pretty wild. How were you? But, so sorry, just remind me one more time, Tiger. So, what made you uh, uh, eventually go into AMC? Was it kind of like that whole deep, uh, deep fucking value, um, like Reddit thread, or what? It was a couple of things. Like, uh, I I missed out on GameStop, mm-hmm. and then um, I didn't jump into Shiba. Or sorry, oh, not Shiba. Uh, Shiba <laughs> uh, when Dogecoin was going uh, going big, I would, right when my mortgage and everything was pretty much uh, got transferred over, I didn't have to pay the balloon payment. Mm-hmm. I jumped into AMC because uh, I knew that was the second. Um, what do you call it? It was the second most shorted yeah, stock. The Nick right. and yeah, and I had what I bought them at twelve dollars a share. Nice. I could have got it cheaper, but twelve bucks is twelve bucks. So yeah, and and, and I wasn't getting into AMC. I, I remember this too. Yeah, we have another the, ti- <laughs> the the tiger got me in, uh, and uh, it's so weird to say this. I got in uh, cheaper than twelve. I got in at eleven, and then um, I actually bought twenty five shares. And this is when your boy was sober, like not drinking at all. Uh, and I get an email uh, that uh, your 25 shares at $10 of AMC goes through. And I'm like, what? I don't remember doing that at all. <laughs> and so all of a sudden I went from, I had 14 shares of AMC to 29 sh- or 39 shares. And, and, and then, and then, and then the Inglorious Bastards Fund basically <laughs> took, was created. Which, uh, yeah. So, um, so what's the origin? So that's basically the origin story of the Inglorious Bastards Fund. Kind of, kind of chasing much. these like uh, these pumps, or or it what? Was, no. It was, well, you. I, I don't. Know, I think of it more of a like it was. We all had a, we are, we were all trying to make money, mm. and with mean uh, mean. Uh, and Mr. Giddy Two Shoes, it was like perfect. 
Nice. Well, yeah, then, like well, like 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 okay. So we like so worked together for four years, right? Uh, he, uh, the tiger was fucking around with um with Bitcoin and Litecoin. As soon as I met him, as soon as I met him in oh, 2017, yeah. and I thought he was, I thought he was not like he's an idiot, but I thought that he was being an idiot. Uh, but like, I'm like, Litecoin, what the fuck are you doing? Like, um, and you know, who's doing it with goddamn baggage handler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it and following along with everything I was doing. Yeah. So one of those were as the baggage handler does, <laughs> yeah, he, he holds the baggages for us and, and we tell him what to do. We're like, yo, yo, you need to put these over here so they don't get, you know, like, bounced around in our in our private jet our private concord um but no no seriously him and the baggage handler 2017 were like day trading uh crypto and it was just so volatile back then i just was like but i, I didn't have a lot of money so i like there, i wasn't even in the like even if i had money i don't like I, I well if i had money i thought it was stupid but i couldn't even have done it because i didn't have money is what i'm trying to say right right all right, fellas, before we get any farther, maybe we should uh, frame the episode up a bit. Um, so I'm, I'll hand it over to you, Andy, to kind of uh, properly set it up. Yeah, set it up. And then, you know, we can introduce, uh, you know, the guest of today's pod. All right, yeah. let's give let's give the tiger a proper uh, yeah, do right. intro. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go, people. What it do? What it do? What it motherfucking do? Guess what, everybody? Not only is it Mr. Goody Two Shoes the host, not only is it the super producer Marcus Bikini, but we have the legend. Some would say the God himself, the real king of the jungle, the tiger, as our guest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is how we do. We make a movement at the full while we up in the club. This is thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, that's a lot of that's a lot of praise. Yeah. A lot of praise. Hey. And that, hey, deserve. Yeah, I would say so. Uh it's uh definitely nice nice to meet the you know the tiger and I mean at least here on, on Zoom. Um crazy <laughs> stories that I keep hearing, so it's really nice to put a to a face of the name. Um so, so the Go ahead. So go ahead. Real, yeah, yeah. Just to set it up for for y'all, like I know because we, we get new listeners all the time. We get a new country every time we release a podcast. Like like we got the Netherlands out there. Shout out India. Shout out. We just, we signed Mexico up. Like that was our latest country. How was that not like our second? What's going on, Mexico? Come on now. Uh, uh, UK, Germany, France. We see you. International, uh, bro. We international worldwide by word of mouth, but the tiger and Goody have been working together just, uh, you know, in a generic way, uh, you know, making, making that corporate money, you know, as, as we do, but him and I, well, we've been making some money in the stock market, in the crypto market and kind of, the tiger, we could say, is like a little bit of the godfather of this podcast, or, or you know, in in a sense, like he's he's been he's been um, hovering around. Like I, I said, the super producer in the first podcast, you know, he's like a he's like a drone 
like just hovering around, ready to strike at any time. <laughs> well, guess what? The Tigers really been hovering around this podcast, and we have them on today. So now, Marcus, I know you have questions for the Tiger. Yeah, I got questions for the Tiger, and the Tigers got answers. Hell so, yeah. so I, I, let me let me pass it off to the Wolfman. Wolfman, what would you like to first ask? Yeah. So. Uh... Lately, it's been a really interesting time for crypto and the metaverse and different types of, um, uh, uh, I guess, blockchain projects, crypto projects in general. Um, so, yeah. yeah, since you've been buying since 2017, um, what is or maybe earlier, I don't know. Uh, what What is your outlook on uh, crypto in general in terms of uh, the, the adoption with institutions and moving forward with uh, these projects? Especially he the metaverse. It, if I don't know, if he you thinks know. it's dirty. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I would love to hear it. <laughs> I th- I think it's a good good project. Um, the the thing that I really hate the most about it is you can be you can have like one or two people and they can easily like control the market. Like by, manipulate yeah. it. Other than that, everything on it—the decentralization, the the speed of it. I think it's well worth it. And, you know, it will it'll get bigger and bigger as much as they say. Right. So, like, uh, my understanding of um, certain crypto projects. Uh, so, for example, where you're saying um, it could be easily manipulated. Yeah, when you have, like, whales that just yeah. own a bunch, have a bunch of uh, capital to just move around um, at a time. Oh, yeah. Um, that definitely affects the price. Um, I do think long-term, though, um, projects that are more proof-of-stake are uh, that's harder to do because proof of stake requires a project to be more decentralized than like something like Bitcoin, which is proof of work and technically Ethereum still proof of work, which um, is decentralized, but it's easier to manipulate. It's easier. Well, to okay, real quick for the audience, proof of stake meaning. Yeah, so proof of stake would be that uh, they validate the like the ledger, like the digital ledger. It's um it's validated differently than it would be. Uh, as opposed to proof of work does it mean that they have like the funds like uh to back up like yeah. the crypto so basically a lot of proof of stake projects require you to um to stake the coins in order to get like a, a return like an annual return on them uh whereas proof of work is like you know when you mine bitcoin like you have to exchange a lot of energy in order to get the block and then to have it on the ledger uh, yeah. I see. so it's it's kind of like um, buying the stock and then like selling options on it. Uh, That's all it is. Yeah. And options in the way that um like the tiger would and not like I would, where the like um the tiger would have uh a, like thousands of shares in let's call it AMC, and then he would um option those out to people, mm-hmm. and those people are people like Goody, the bear Jew, who would buy the contracts, right? right? Is yeah. right it, is that am I Cause, cause I'm not, like, like with these terms, I don't really know. And I would walk over to the tiger's desk and literally, uh, the desk next to his like opened up. So I would just go sit there and just, and he would, he would just drop info. <laughs> and, um, so, so basically, uh, like, let's preface it. The tiger, uh, uh, in early on crypto day trading got out of it. Uh, the wolf man, very versed in crypto. The tiger very versed in options. Yeah, yeah. Try- yeah I, got, 
Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. no, go ahead. Yeah, I got out of day trading crypto it was mostly because it started charging uh, crazy amounts. Mm. Like with options, you know, it's only 50 cents uh, a contract. But, you know, with, with trading uh, coins, it was pretty much a percentage. And it got to a point where you had to add in the percentage of, uh, you know, it could be $8 to $20 for you to buy it and then $8, $20 to sell it. So right. you have to add that in also. And it was got to a point where it wasn't even that far. Right. And I think there are some projects that are trying to get better at these, those exchange fees um, and transaction fees or, or sorry, they call them gas fees, at least for Ethereum, yeah. you know, like, cause it's just, uh, I, I didn't know that gas fees. Yeah. That's what they call it. Gas fees. I mean, is it, uh, is it actually cause it, I don't think it's related to gas in any way, but no, well, it's Ethereum. Like, what is is Ethereum like a real word? Because like every time I put it in my uh, iPhone, it says <laughs> I says I'm spelling it incorrectly. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think, it was but you know, you know, you know, you know, it's so funny. There's, if you, uh, like, there's that Ethereum, um, like, like, uh, like ether is, is a gas. Kind of. Cause I, cause I had a good joke, like, like I'm not the Easter bunny, I'm the ether bunny. And then I, I, I and then I just ether like a child and kidnap them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Metallic would love that. The founder. Um, well, okay, cool. So is there any other, so are you like out now and of invest? You're still investing in crypto, right? Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm completely out. Oh, completely? Not completely. Uh, not completely. Okay. Uh, hold yeah. up. Hold up. I gave him the loop ring tip. Oh, okay. uh, uh, um, Marcus got it when I got it, yeah. uh, but I gave it to him uh, and he, all he did was give me shit for five fucking days. <laughs> and OK, so so he dropped he dropped 10 times, literally 10 times as much money on Loopering as I did before I did. Like we're doing it at the same time. He just got to it quicker and he told me how much he dropped. And I was like. Oh, wait, what? I wasn't going to do that. Uh, <laughs> and then all this shit does is go down like uh, for five fucking days. Yeah. Go big or go home, man. I go like big that. or go home. No, that, well, the tiger goes big or goes home. But, and then what happened? It went up. I I was just wanted to give him shit. I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, you gave me a tip, but it's not working hey, well, out. Let's go you're on the right podcast, man. You're talking that shit. <laughs> Um, you better talk that shit. <laughs> yeah. So okay, it's interesting. So uh, yeah, um, but he said he felt dirty taking oh, the really? tip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I that, felt dirty for jumping back in when I when I said yeah. I'm, I don't want to get back into it because because of the fees. Oh, right, this, right. He he made hundreds of dollars on it. Like and and he, I, made, I made like five six hundred. Yeah, That's solid. Yeah, solid. Case. Yeah, yeah. But but had he stayed like a week longer, it would have been like five six thousand. Oof, yeah, that's how it is, right? It's like, uh, but he, he felt dirty. he felt dirty. <laughs> well, dirty never felt so right, I guess, man. You're making five, six hundred bucks off of a transaction like that. So, yes, um, that, sorry, so, that's the only time I jump back in. So, okay, yeah, um, um go ahead. Is there any, well, I want to, I want to let the wolf man ask the question, uh, but, but before we get off this, uh, did you ever get any other crypto? Did you get the sheeps? I, I jumped into that. Uh, so what happened was uh, I put in a thousand five hundred on the ring, okay. made five hundred. I sold, pulled my thousand five hundred out, and then the five hundred I had, I pretty much threw that onto uh, Shiba. 
at the time. And then that went up. It, so it was like 200 on that. And it sold, sold it all and walked away with 700. Yeah. yeah. That's pocket change yeah. for, for the tiger. Uh, but yeah. So, and the reason why we were into the Shiva mm-hmm. was uh, we, we had some psycho ass coworkers. Uh, one made the uh, Inglorious Bastards Fund, Shuby, as y'all know. Um, but we did not want the stink of the booty uh, uh, um, in, in the Inglorious Bastards Fund. So, uh, but, but they were both just, they literally had a physical fucking coin of a Shiba dog and got into the hype <laughs> but it's a fake coin yeah, yeah. it was a fake coin they ordered online but it was just but it had a shiba dog. Somebody, yeah yeah it's like an but, etsy but, thing or something okay yeah. <laughs> but but this was like in uh april or may and the shit launched in april like they just kept on saying yeah. shiba that's why i came <laughs> up with that's why i came up with shiba 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 <laughs> they also jumped in when when it was before it even uh hit a lot of the big markets because right. they got it in press wallet so yeah they were doing like that pancake and that's what also i've, I've like i've been meaning to mention on the pod is uh this pancake uh uh pyramid like scheme bullshit is where it's like you've got to buy it here then then move it here and then move it there that like that is that's what they try to do with safe moon and uh that that's almost where i got caught you know mm. like because i because i because i because i crushed bitcoin um like uh and then i crushed dogecoin and i'm like and i'm like yo your boy's on a roll what's next wall street bets tell me tell me tell me <laughs> uh and, you know this is early early 2021 and then it was safe moon and uh and then when i started i'm like mm, this is a scam yeah when i thought it was a complete scam i didn't want to deal with that at all yeah and, i mean there's a ton of i mean there's over ten thousand crypto coins projects out there but a lot of them are just you know they'll all die out just like the dot-com boom <clears throat> i feel like there's it feels be, a lot like that yeah, yeah there's gonna be just a lot of uh there'll be a decent amount of winners and then a lot just will die out well, Marcus, do you think the pancake swap shit is? Because uh, I think it's bullshit, a hundred percent. Is that a, a is that a dex like a decentralized exchange? No, um, it's okay. So let's say uh, you you just came out with your own coin, mm. and you've already mined it a little bit, and you want people to jump in. So before it gets to any of the big markets, uh, pancake swap. What it does is it will swap your They'll swap like uh, ether, uh, Ethereum, mm-hmm. to whatever whatever uh, coin you want. Oh, okay. It's kind of like well, it's you're buying instead of buying it from them. It's it's kind of like a it's its like, own little market. Yeah, so so it is an exchange in a way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But but it, it's not called pancake. Like it's like the way that like the way you're doing it is the pank is is the term pancake. It's not like pancake is an exchange i it, as far as i understand it i'm pretty sure. I, th- I thought it was i thought it was like go buy it on this shit wallet and then take it from the shit wallet to another shit wallet and then at that shit wallet you can convert <laughs> it into this like n- not so shitty wallet that's uh-huh. how i saw it yeah, it's to me it was more of a 
So you wouldn't you wouldn't go straight out using your your Ethereum. So what they would do is they would have a lot of these little uh, little coins that you would have to jump into, like exchange, ex- do an exchange, exchange, do another exchange, yeah. and then so they can charge you these fees. Yeah, yeah. So so you can get all use your Ethereum. Like let's say you had one, a mm-hmm. uh, one, well, one point, <laughs> and that would be yeah. It would go all the way to um, to the final coin that you wanted, and you would get less than half. Okay. Or, or whatever, because you put all the fees that you On had to pay. Yeah. Just so you can, yeah, just so you can trans change and transfer over, because not everybody's going to do Ethereum right off the sure. bat, like be able to trade it. Yeah. So they have to partner up all, all these other coins to do yeah, it. Yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, the crypto space in general, um, moving your money from an exchange to a wallet to like, a, you know, like another exchange, yeah. like a decentralized exchange can be super complicated. And there's there are a lot of fees involved. Um, yeah. So it's I do think that there are some projects, a lot of projects just come out with their own wallet and their own exchange. And that way it all exists yeah. in that uh, ecosystem. So I mean, wh- I guess we could say that Shiba probably was one of these pancake swap bullshits, right? Like, yeah. I, yeah. And it might and, be worth and, it to some traders to, 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 to jump through all those hoops and pay those exchanges if they get those like crazy parabolic returns, you know? So like, um, yeah, I mean, I, again, it does sound like someone is collecting a fee off every transaction. So it's like, yeah, it's, it is sus and, uh, Kind of it seems really suspect to me and Chiba seemed I'll speak for myself but I'm pretty sure the tiger felt the same way when we were listening to the Shiba 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 you know it came out in April and we heard the shit in May yeah we heard the shit in June right yeah and then and then we heard it in July because why it went on Coinbase right which is kind of crazy maybe not in July I think it might have been September. Regardless, though, Coinbase is like a, a legitimate exchange. And for them to list a coin like Shibo is like, I mean, I, there must be some sort of tokenomics like to like the actual project that like make it valid. Or at least the community is so strong that, you know, they want people to put their money in their exchange. So I don't know. It, the thing about it is once like a, an exchange um, picks up a coin, they have to buy that coin. You're, it's right. not like you're buying it. Uh, they have. They'll go to other. They'll go directly to the uh, the people that that have the coin, or they'll go to um, other exchanges and they'll buy the coin from there, and move them over to their exchange. Right. So then their people can have it. That's why it's it's weird. Like with, when Robinhood, you were able to buy coins, but you weren't able to transfer it right. out to anybody. Yeah. How do you know that they bought the coin? That's true. I was just about to compare. I was just about to compare pancake swaps over Robinhood, but um, uh, Tiger, uh, explain how you were talking about like when um, like they launch a coin, how like they they um tie it to Bitcoin, not like how like it tracks the same way, but like how like they like remember you were trying you were telling me how like it's like oh how they link themselves to a coin yeah yeah so uh, let's say uh, you have a option. We'll call it Shiba. Like uh, they're using the same e- Ethereum uh, platform and everything, like the the code for it. So they have to find uh, either they start everything up from just straight from the uh, like from day one, 
they let everybody start mining it. You know, they give out the code. Mm-hmm. They let everybody mine it, or, or they can link it, link themselves to another coin. Meaning, uh, when they do these like pancake swaps or or trades, so then you know they've already mined a million or ten billion coins. So that now they're like, okay, just so we can start this off, you know, we're going to do an offering like an IPO. I see it, uh, right? Initial coin yeah, offering. Oh, so, yeah, I see and, it. Like, and and, and, and it's either like, like, and it's typically like Bitcoin or Ethereum, right? Yeah. And usually they want to be with Ethereum uh, because that one is a lot faster and, it, and they're using the same code. So they rather have it be linked up to them. If they link themselves up to like the price of Bitcoin, Bitcoin goes up, their their coin is going to go up. Right. So the minute the, the the coin goes down, their coin goes down because their value is linked to the value of Bitcoin. It, and and it's not because and it's not just like a like a phenomenon like um like Bitcoin's the biggest and so therefore all crypto goes down when Bitcoin goes down. It's yeah. like they're actually tied to. Bitcoin because that's how they launched. Yeah. They linked it to Bitcoin <clears throat> in order to get it off of the ground floor. Yeah. Because they've already mined like 10 billion coins already. And then they, they use that as an offering. And then that's what happens. Mm. If let's say you you start everything straight from the from day one, everybody does, you know, proof of work, yeah, mining it, everything. Uh it's not linked to anybody's coin. They can, right. you know, later on. Later on, you can get into an exchange and then exchange it, so you won't worry about it. But once you, once you've mined it beforehand and then try to do an offering, that's when you get linked uh, or locked into that coin, yeah. whatever their values. And how you compare it to an IPO is like, um, so when companies go public, usually they'll get like Goldman Sachs or uh, Morgan Stanley, and they go and they um, start getting private investors involved and then um, build up the price and come up with the IPO price, IPO being um, initial public offering that a uh, any company um, that you know uh, that, that goes public, um, public meaning being traded on the stock market. So like, the re- like how they come out with that price and that price could fucking change the night before, yeah. <laughs> okay? Like depending on what happens in these like, dark rooms with, with, with a lot of cigar smoke. And we know about that. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so that price can change whenever they uh, have the initial public offering of what it is. Typically um, when it comes to companies and on the stock market, their, what their goal is, is to do it like 10% lower than they think that it's actually going to hit when they hit the market that day. Because that that creates uh, something we like to call a goody bump around here, but no, but it, but it's like nobody wants to like. It, it's like when you're negotiating, right? Like uh, in, but it kind of in reverse. Like you don't come out with like uh, like uh, like let's say you wanted a hundred thousand dollars a year. You don't go, I want a hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, in the negotiation, you say I want one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year negotiate down to a hundred hundred thousand dollars a year when you go ipo uh like to put it on the stock market you you say you want uh if you want a hundred thousand a share which you know that's just a random number uh 
you say, hey, let's put it in for 85,000 a share. And then it goes up to 100,000 where you thought it should have been. But then that looks like the stock's going up, gets the hype up. And people tend and to buy so, when they see it go up too. Yeah. Right, right. So nobody wants nobody wants to go public uh and then have their have their shares go down that day. Right. I'm talking to you, Twitter. <laughs> oh, and there's some news with Twitter too that uh maybe we'll get into in a little bit. But I had one more question uh for the tiger. Oh, um, oh to plenty, kinda, more, plenty more. Yeah, yeah. We can um so um, I kind of I'm curious to know, like, you know, you said how you like to go big or go home when, when you do your research and like you got, you know, money to, to play with and to invest. Um, what uh, what was your journey into investing like? I, I mean, it sounds like maybe you started started with stocks um, and then. Oh, no, it was mostly gambling. <laughs> <laughs> so when did that start for you? So like, are, are you reading? What was that book that you read? Goody? <laughs> Like, uh, no, I, I, read, I, was, I read the super system. No, but the, now this dude is a, now I would like, I, I play poker and I am on a crazy run. We don't even have to talk about it right now. Like <laughs> I was talking about, I've won 20 tournaments in a row. That's not, insane. not one, but cashed 20 yeah. in a row. Yeah. Um, For me, it was mostly, it wasn't poker. It was going to the casinos. Cause like ever since I was like 15, I had a beard. <laughs> So I would go with my uncles <laughs> and I was tall enough where I looked like I was, uh, we all looked like brothers. Yeah. Never gets carded. The beard and everything. Right. But was, since I was like 16, we would always go to the casinos, just gamble, gamble, gamble. That's, that's how it started with me. I, I got a really like a gambler's personality. Okay. Uh, either Some would say I'm leaving, I'm leaving with the, with all the money or I'm, or I'm leaving without any. Money. Okay. All right. So, yeah, he, he he's he's uh, not going to the craps table worried about losing uh, all of his money, like like how in, as we not financial advisors, yeah, <laughs> not advice, but we had we had uh, recommend if you're going to the craps table with a certain amount of money, you better be okay with walking away with zero. So I mean, so do you, oh. how do you think about money then? Uh, you know, like, do you was there something I guess at sixteen where you're just like, is it just the thrill of of gambling, or is it something that like money is this like vector to kind of, you know, uh, make bigger long term moves, or and you understand that that can go away within like a couple minutes? Like, did you oh, have yeah. to change your um, idea of what money is, or like, when you're in a casino, it's you don't think of money as money because it comes as chips mm. uh, the poker chips so or the, get you. yeah that's yeah. how they get you so you don't realize that if you had if you had five hundred dollars in front of you and you were putting out a hundred dollars at a time or ten dollars at a time you'd be like oh shit I've, I've, but I've, when it's chips, you don't realize it. i've thought about that with like this because all this poker winning i've been doing recently and i'll let you continue the, uh tiger but uh it's online and i'm like thinking about taking it you know like person like like in person and i'm like is that going to change the way that i play yeah i did that one time um so i took a vacation and i was like all right i'm gonna do one whole week of just me going to the to the uh player uh, players casino yeah, yeah. Uh, card house and uh like close to where it, we'll, we'll, we'll say Oxnard. It, it's not around anymore yeah but i used to go there and then i was like all right for one week let's see if i can make any money so first couple of days I made money. Like a couple of days after that, I lost money. The last day I, I was back up 
I only made like maybe two, three hundred bucks, mm-hmm. but with all the gas and driving, it, I couldn't do that as a daytime job. Right. As like an ongoing thing. You, but stop. You could have gone I'm, south though. You could have gone south to the bicycle casino, to the hustler. So those people like in that area, uh, like Compton and Hollywood, they'll follow you home. Oh, oh well, I thought uh, no. At the Players Casino, when the uh, first time I went, I I walked away with, uh, and I was broke. This is when I was broke. I walked away with a couple hundred in my pocket, and I was for sure. I for sure thought I was getting robbed in the parking lot. <laughs> God damn! No, and I think I think you'd get robbed. Yeah. I've seen, I've heard stories. I've seen stories like Palmer's. I've seen people get into big ass fights right in the big, you know, poker to the poker uh, um, hall. Yeah, and it's just ridiculous. So I was like, all right, players is decent, small. I could easily get away <laughs> right next to the freeway. Uh, yeah, nobody yeah. will me. But but we talked about on uh, the last podcast that uh, my very first poker tournament was when I was 17. I was in a I was in a room with the good old boys, like three tables in Texas in this rich bitch house. Uh, and I, I won and I wasn't convinced I was getting out of there with the money. And, and, and they were wearing khakis. Uh, more like the tiger so yeah. uh, the gambling um part of it got you into so was the gambling the link to then the day trading of right. the crypto and options and all yeah. that yeah yeah okay it was mostly i i didn't i got tired of driving out there so much so i found out about crypto i knew about it i didn't i didn't know how to get into it in the beginning mm-hmm. and once once i was able to i was i got into coinbase did their jumped on their exchange and was day trading it. I made good money. I'm not, you know, like, like I, I like I was shitting on them at the time. Like, I'm like, what the fuck are you like? Litecoin. <laughs> and I, I feel like I, I still haven't invested in Litecoin. So will probably never, but it's always like, I mean, it seems like it, it's held value. Right. He like, I don't, yeah. I don't think like the tiger even remembers what it was. He was trading it at. Right. Oh, 25. I was buying it at 25, selling it at 50 plus, yeah. and then wait till it goes back down, buy it again, keep keep buying the dips and selling it. And once it went over like 150, I knew it wasn't going to come back down. And then that's when they started doing all the taxes, uh, all the tax stuff, and uh, you have to pay all these fees. Right. So then it got that's okay. So that's the other thing. That's why he feels dirty uh, with with the uh, with the loop ring. It's because like I. Um, am very comfortable holding, you know, like onto like uh, like right. my, my, the blue chips. Sure. The tiger, the tiger. He's like, I don't have time to wait. <laughs> yeah, I like right. that. I mean, you so, probably just need a better exchange. I feel like Coinbase is, uh, yeah, they're gonna no, charge you for no, everything. To, yeah. Well, to him, the the fees are a problem because yeah. he's going to be day trading. He's like, he's getting the money today right yeah have you ever heard of uh bot trading in crypto yeah okay um it, that was pretty big it was it's the same as uh day trading because they they have bots that do the 
uh, they trade on the stock market. Oh yeah, so you just set your limits, right? Like where you like. Um, no, no. So, fucking buy I've, I've heard about it. I've seen it. I, I've never tried it myself. But from what I was told was, let's say you're looking into a certain coin. Mm -hmm. You give all the information, and then you would you would uh, tell it, okay, I want a five percent growth, right. or anything like that. So then it will buy and sell. It will randomly buy it. Yeah, and it'll do five percent mm -hmm. over every time. You know, once uh, you get enough people or enough bots trying to say, "Oh, the, the price needs to go higher," then then it will automatically sell. Yeah, because somebody somebody's gonna pick right. it up. What like one of another bot yeah. pick it up. Yeah. How have we already not lost the robot war? What is this? <laughs> oh man, dude! And then the metaverse is around the corner. Like, dude, yeah, I just <laughs> I think I, I I'm the George Washington like uh, in the robot wars, like for the humans. I need an Alexander Hamilton. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I've seen it where I'll put it like I'll put in my my bid uh, of my limit price is like okay, I want it to sell at you know thirty dollars mm -hmm. within two seconds. There's there's like not even a two seconds, maybe like a millisecond. It's like yeah. twenty nine fifty nine, yeah. <laughs> like twenty nine fifty eight. It just keeps dropping down like that. That's how they all, that's another way they used to control the market was you get enough bots to freaking keep throwing out bids and right. bids and bids. Yeah. It'll either dilute it or, well, or raise up the value. That's that, that's the fucking derivative shit that they were doing with the housing crisis. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, the, the, the shit's unregulated because nobody can fucking think faster than these goddamn computers that, that aren't actually thinking right or they're like you know like the algorithm was fucked yeah. yeah well yeah we designed them to do that exactly that so it's like well, well yeah but yeah but, it gets but, to a point where it's like it's beyond our control then yeah well it's like you yeah there, you need discretion it's like oh yeah you forgot about that the um people live in houses yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah, so interesting time in in just obviously in general, but like, and then uh, do you have any thoughts on the metaverse, Tiger? Not really. No, <laughs> you do you think it's just BS? It's like not gonna be like a real thing because technically, like this is a form of the metaverse, right? Of a metaverse. I, I have to look into it a little bit more, but I got uh, right now. I'm. I'm like now, clueless on it. Yeah. Well, this yes, I agree. This is like we're okay. So audience, we're three way zooming and three way doing other things. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> circle jerk, circle jerk, holla at your boys. Um, um all interracial. Um, um, <laughs> no, but what we really need to talk to the tiger about because uh, we've had uh, the Iron Ape Tyson, hmm. the the GameStop. Uh, guru, we now have the AMC guru. Uh, Tiger, let me and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Uh, how many stocks do you own? Uh, just one. Oh, and that's AMC. Oh, how many? To say it one more time, just AMC. One, and I have 2,000 shares. One of it. One. So, so when they tell you to diversify your bonds now, 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 okay. Okay. So really how our shit started was me telling him not to buy GameStop, him not buying GameStop, but not because I didn't tell, cause I, cause it was other circumstances. However, I got a tip on uh and this was my first big play was on BP 
I saw an interview of their CEO talking about how they're going to pivot to green energy and their, and their shit was in the tank. It was the lowest it's ever been. And I was like, Hey bro. I was like, I saw this interview. So both him and I got in on BP when it was uh 16, $14. Yeah. Bitch. I mean, I know it might be down a little bit right now, but it is like, it went over 30. Uh, yeah. However, I find out the tiger doesn't own any more of that shit. I'm like, cause like, I'd be like, yo, we're about to get paid dividends on BP. And he's like, <laughs> I don't have any. I'm like, what? Uh, you know, cause again, I like holding the tiger informs me. Not only does he not have BP, he has no other stocks besides AMC. Wow. So I consolidated everything to just AMC. Because in the beginning, I had, uh, I want to say, like, 1,500 AMC and then a bunch of other stocks. Mm -hmm. And then I sold everything off, made profit on a lot of them, and then just jumped back into AMC and had, at one point, like, uh, 2,500 shares. So... King of the, my whole portfolio was just AMC. King of the jungle, <laughs> indeed. God. <laughs> the, the best thing about it is when you have that many, uh, that many uh, like shares of the stock, you can start doing contracts, and that's what I was doing. I was selling contracts uh, against my shares. So you know, every hundred shares is one contract. Yeah. So I would sell like 22, 23 share, uh, twenty three uh, contracts, and I would make like. Nine, ten thousand, or when it's up in the forties, forty, forty-five dollar range, I can, you know, for two weeks, yeah. I can make like eight thousand. For uh, if it's like right now, it's at the twenty-nine, thirty-dollar level. Um, I can, if I sell the contracts, I'll make maybe thousand five hundred or something like that. Some stupid shit, shitty number. Right. Okay. So let me uh, like preface it so that so I call it option three. Like or level three option trading, uh, which which uh, your boy still has not qualified for, still not has applied for, can't fire me. I I quit. No, I just have not applied. I need options on my options. Um, <laughs> um, but no, what happens is is that the tiger owns. Uh, so many shares that he is the one who's now lending them out. Now that sounds nice. Like, and he's been very, very, very successful doing it. However, mm -hmm. what he's doing is putting his ass on the line because if he's wrong, when he, when he lends these shares out, like, uh, and it, like it goes up or down, whatever, if somebody's doing a call option or put option on it uh, to, to where he didn't think, they could just get swooped by a hedgy. Mm. Shit. Yeah. So, but just imagine though, like uh, the stock is at $45. Right. I sell my contracts for $50 a contract uh, at, at the $50 level. So if it goes over 50, I'll, I'm forced to sell it at $50. If it's under, I keep the commission and move on. And uh, yeah. And then I, redo it again right so yeah so like so yeah so it was at 45 when he uh when he sold the contracts to like me and then uh and then if it went up 
$5 and I was betting on it to go up over 45, uh, then, and then I can exercise the contract. And then he has to sell me those contracts at $50, even though they were at 45 whenever he had them. So he, so that's where he loses. That's where you can lose your ass. However, the Tigers got plays. Like, I mean, there's been like, like there's been situations and like, do you want to talk about it? Like where you've been like middling it and like, you've been like where you got like 10,000 contracts over or not 10,000 shares, which would be like a hundred contracts over here, like a hundred contracts over on the other side of the price. And, 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 uh, and he's getting out. Like, You want to talk about it? Yeah. So like there's times where I'll, I'll sell my contracts. I'll make the money. You know, I'll do five dollars over over the value of what it, what the stock is at the at that moment. Um, and and the person and then, buying is expecting to go down. No, they're expecting to go up. Okay, you know, to go over the whatever the strike prices that I set, like fifty dollars or whatever. Um, so let's say it goes down, I can rebuy that contract, re uh, like buy those back at way cheaper. So I make ten thousand um, selling it. I could rebuy them back if it goes down to twenty five dollars, and and uh, you know, give the guy back like a little bit of his money instead of oh yeah instead of him everything. The, yeah, so because he loves AMC so much, and he doesn't want to lose his shares, he'll he'll instead of uh, letting them just swoop his shares from him, he'll buy them from that person. So like the person who wants to exercise the contracts. They ex- yeah. he they exercise them with him. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, mm-hmm. but um it's mostly you always want to sell the contracts when it's at the peak of you know, you're watching it the stock and it goes up, you sell it for three weeks out and then wait to wait till it expires because you know in a week or so it's gonna be down in the thirty dollar level. So sure. so uh so have you ever ever uh, bet on AMC to go down. Um, yeah, uh, it's mostly put contracts. Thank you. So, um, what I what I would do is I would take the money that I made, and and then put it on puts, like saying that the stock is going to go down, but just barely, like right. If it was, if I'm thinking it's going to thirty dollars, I would buy it at like twenty five dollars. Just so then I can collect commissions on those. Also, they'll hold my money, and then everything expires all around around a certain price, and I still make I keep my money that I got from selling them and shorting them. See, this is this is the advice I want to give to these fucking apes. It's it's you can't get in this dumb it's like mentality. It's like. Can't like let like can't short can't short GameStop can't short AMC even though you're in AMC and GameStop it's like no bro what you need to do is work the numbers and technically shorting because I'm not using margin but and that's what it's kind of shorting it what, but I'm just saying I'm gonna buy it at a certain price when it's really low. You're, how about this? You're being realistic. Yeah. yeah, about like that. Right now, it is at a high uh, for this time period, and it yeah. is probably going to go low. And guess what? 
that's okay if you decide to put option it. Um, in his case, he would be lending out put options. Mm-hmm. Um, or in my case, I would be betting that the stock would go lower. You Like I've said this before, you can own shares in a company and then still put option them, which means in my, like I always call it short, which means you think it's going down. Um, you still own those shares and do that because you know it's going to drop a little bit. And that doesn't make you an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Shit, man. I, I mean, this is a, I, I, I have a lot to learn about options trading and, and all this shit. But yeah, I'm waiting for the master class for the Tigers master class. <laughs> I mean, it's here. It's right We're, here. <laughs> it, it, you're listening. Yeah. Uh, all right, fellas. Um, I got to wrap up in a little bit. But uh, usually what we like to do uh, at the end of every episode is talk about something positive. Um, and, uh, in this particular case, I think the most positive thing was having Tiger on the pod (laughs) and I'm glad that, you know, you got to spend at least, you know, close to an hour with us. I appreciate your time and all that. Um, anything, uh, happening in your life, Goody, that you would like to share with the people? I know. I mean, uh, shit. I mean, I'll just keep it brief. Um, I am on the most ridiculous poker run that anybody's ever been on in their entire fucking lives. I'm, I'm talking to you, Phil Ivy. I'm talking to you, <laughs> Doyle Brunson. I'm talking to all. I'm talking to all you old school fools. Like nobody has ever. Like I swear to God, I was just in a fucking tournament at like 3 a.m. this morning, and I was like, all right, that like in a, I was like, this is gonna be like you know where I my streak stops, and it's like, and then I I catch something on the fucking river. And, and then all of a sudden now I'm there for four more hours at the final table again. Uh, and I'm up, uh, I'll, I'll say 5,000, but I think it's like 4,900 and something dollars uh, in, in fucking uh, five fucking days uh, just playing poker online. It, but the craziest part is I've not lost i've not lost all you do is win <laughs> but but like i'm not playing cash games though that's the thing mm. so right. i'm pl- so i'm only playing so i'll either i'll play and i'll i'll leave it at this and give the tiger to the positivity um so i played this high i called the tiger actually before i did this i i, I was like do you think i should put in a thousand dollars on a high stakes poker game and this was like kind of late at night and he answered funny goes why not <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, made I made two thousand dollars, and then I took that two thousand dollars. And what I've been doing is been playing in these uh, uh, double up tournaments. So there's six people in the in the uh, tournament or sit and go as they call it, and three of you are gonna get double your money, and three of you are gonna lose your money. Mm-hmm. And so I've been doing these hundred dollar ones. You pay hundred and five bucks because the house gets five. Right. So, so, and so, and I just know, dude, like, it's just, to me, it's so obvious how to, how to like work it. And I've won 20 of these fuckers in a row. <laughs> Damn. That's the good Hello? bump for real. Tiger positivity. Uh, for me, I would say American airlines. My, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my, uh, my 401k. Is being rolled over to my my E Trade account also. Oh yeah. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna have another like 100k to throw at AMC. So I'm waiting on that. And I got confirmation over a couple of days ago that it was, the check that was mailed out to them. So once that happens, I have another 3,000, 4,000 shares. So total will be like 6,000. Hats off. Uh, hats off to the tiger. My God. Hats this off to the tiger. Uh, well, I better take my head off. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, and I don't know if the tiger wants to mention or not, but um, him and I, like, have gone through some um, other career struggles. Uh, not struggles. Uh, stipulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I say it? Do you mind? Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, both the tiger and I got laid off of work at this on the on the same day, um, um, uh, about three weeks ago, and it was some bullshit. Uh, but they did hand us a, a, a fatty severance. Um, however, the positivity in this is the tiger drops ten G's into his fucking bank account on an American Airlines short two days later. Like he's like severance, <laughs> severance. The fuck you talking about? Go big or go like, home. Like I, I invented that word severance. That's what the Tiger said. Hell yeah! It was pretty much screw them. <laughs> I don't need their, I don't need their money because I could have. Like, I have I have this. Fuck you, pay the point, me. Yeah. <laughs> the point. The point is they can't afford us. Yeah. That's really what it is. Well, gentlemen, Mark, I th- Mark, no, 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 Wolfman, do not leave us out without <laughs> some positivity. I need positivity, positivity from you. Positivity, dude. Well, I mean, uh, I have more work than uh, I've ever had um, <laughs> in my life. Sorry to like turn it around like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I started um, a small business for myself and uh, I have one client that I'm really focused on and uh, it's, I've been learning a lot, which is always a good thing to learn a lot, learn a lot today. I think that's a, a very positive thing in my life, the most positive thing right now, at least. And um, yeah, man, trying to trying to just uh, level up. It's always level, level up, baby. Up. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate uh, the tiger. I like very short notice got on here. Yeah, appreciate. Uh, yeah, even though we've wanted him on here for a while, couldn't believe that it happened. Uh, I really appreciate the Wolfman making time. Um, I know a lot of things are going on. Um, just you know, business wise and, and, and elsewhere. Um, so uh, shout out to both of you. Uh, you know, we took a break for Thanksgiving. Holler, holler, holler. Um, I wanted to mention this. Um, uh, the tiger's wearing a ketamine shirt, like a freak. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that shit makes me puke. Um, anyways, uh, uh, you know, uh, close this out. Well, yeah. Well, thank you again to uh, the tiger and uh, to you, the audience, for tuning in one more time. Um, catch us hopefully. Yes. Catch us next week uh, for for another episode. And uh, 